Question. Who won the trade between US and Russia in which Brittany Griner, a WNBA star, was swapped for Victor Bout, a death merchant? USA or Russia? Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Come, let us reason together. Brittany Griner, Donald Trump, and healthcare. That's what's coming up on the Neoliberal Round Podcast, and it promises to be explosive and one of the most powerful podcast episodes yet, featuring several people, Maurice Smith, and of course, we had a group discussion on the Britney Griner situation. You can't, I can't wait to show that, to, to let you hear that. Several, of, several persons joined the conversations for that. And then of course, we, we, we highlight some other issues, a new discussion, some issues coming out of um, the Donald Trump camp with some responses from Mr. John Anthony Castro. And of course, uh, a very important commentary on healthcare and its privatization. This is the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Welcome back. We begin with Stephen A. Smith on... ESPN's first take yesterday commenting just uh, after the news, just after breaking the news that uh, Brittany Griner was released. Right after that, Maurice and I engaged in a heated debate and conversation regarding this whole news of Brittany Griner's release. citizen obviously we're happy to see her home obviously we'd be remiss in neglecting to mention the importance of Paul Whelan ultimately coming home his brother I saw his brother David Whelan on CNN this morning um, class exemplify uh, recognizing the importance and the relief that we should all feel the fact that Brittany Griner has been released nevertheless still hoping and praying that his brother ultimately who's been detained in Russia for the last four years would ultimately get released but what it comes down to is that she's home 
uh, pressure was brought to bear. The United States obviously had been working behind the scenes for quite a long time. Uh, the Biden administration is to be applauded in all of this because they put forth their due diligence. And it's, it's important to recognize the fact that while we bring up Brittany Griner, we also bring up Paul Wheeler from this perspective. The Biden administration said that they worked diligently and they pushed to try to get him released as well. And Russia was steadfast in their position that the only person that they were going to release at this particular moment in time was Brittany Griner. They didn't try to forget about anybody else. They tried to get other Americans to come home as well. But Russia refused to relent in that regard. So it was either Brittany Griner or nothing. And they made the wise decision of making sure that they got her home. So I'm incredibly happy for her, her family, the whole basketball community at large. Uh, but as Sherelle pointed out during her press conference this morning, as the Biden administration, Joe Biden himself pointed out, there's still work to be done yeah. to help others. And Brittany Griner is going to play a pivotal role in trying to assist in that regard. And I think that she and her loved ones should be applauded for that as well. Now, um, I have a problem. I have a pro- Okay, I, we, apl- we are happy for Brittany Griner. The Nilubaron podcast, we are happy that Brittany Griner, <laughs> that Brittany Griner is home. But let me tell you, this, what people are not talking about is the wider political implications that our Americans and our behavior can create in other countries. The, uh, I, I don't care. I don't Americans care. want I to go. America. I don't care if it's against the Russians' policies or nothing. It was a marijuana vape. The crime. The punishment. Say it again. The punishment. Say it again. The punishment. I will. The punishment did not fit the crime. Okay, you're an American. When and you this are is nine years for a marijuana vape. Vladimir Putin smoked marijuana. Can I? Tell when you? you are in Rome, you do as the Romans do. No, okay. Sir. When you are American, no, you want sir. other people come here no, and, li- and and wait and live by the law. But when you go to the other Russians countries, oh, it is war. too harsh. The Russians are at war with Crimea. So why is she Crimea. vacationing in the Russia? Russians, the Russians are at war but, with whom? Why is she with vac- whom? They invaded Ukraine. Right, right. with Ukraine. No, they're in war with the world. The United States with the West. And the United they're, States. They are the in United war with the West. The United States supports Ukraine. Okay. Yes. And Russia doesn't like that. Right. So therefore, they detain a famous American for nothing. Precisely the point. For so what? So and, and, and give her an elevated prison sentence for marijuana. That's the point I'm making. Why for you, marijuana. Yeah, so what, right, Americans must know. when. You, what, okay, you go to Russia and China that's having a war. You go to Russia and have vacation as an American. She's a basketball player. She oh, was oh. over there for sports purposes. Okay, so it's, and people must people must not be naive to not think that um, sports in these countries. Russia is... Russia, the Russian government, it's a, it's, it's, sports is it's a state-sponsored um, uh, thing what's in Russia. Point? What's your point? You, whoever you are, once you're an American and you go to a country that is at odds with America, what are you going to expect? Russia is. Yes, Russia. Americans must know when you go to other people's country. Russia is country, being unfair in this. It, that, yes, it's, but, this is somebody's but we life. know Russia. This is somebody's life. Yeah, but we know Russia, and what has happened? They have released a terrorist, or some, or a convicted arms dealer, or um, what they call him, the merchant of the merchant of death. In order to get Britney Griner back to the U.S., are you saying they shouldn't have done so? In is order that for your them, argument? is that your argument that they shouldn't have done so? What is your argument here? My argument is this: 
that it creates greater political problems. Americans' be- behavior. This speaks... No, this is a learning thing. Whether you are American, whether you are a star or not, once you wear the word American, you go to these... Terror, these countries that are giving problems in the world that are at odds with the US and you want to go take up your vape and your weed Ma- make sure you know the law many years ago remember this guy that they give tense no, I, I don't I don't I, I don't I, maybe I should disclose this thing on the neoliberal no yeah, okay. but um, in other countries I've been in the Dominican Republic I've been in Jamaica your home country marijuana is not legal right but I've been there and you know you can't smoke marijuana in Jamaica, it's illegal. For, um, you can have a church. It's illegal. It's, it's no, what, it is not. It is legal to smoke it for recreational use. They're not going to... You think they're going to arrest an American? You must be crazy. They have international law. Russia probably can't sell... We don't have nobody to release in order to get some, okay? Just so you know. They are not going to play with America. These small countries are not going to mess with, with, with America. You must be crazy. They're not... That's the last thing that they would do. They want money from the US, okay? So Russia can mess with America? Yes, they we can. Froze, we froze all types of Russian accounts. And guess what? They are still making money. There. And guess, guess what? We're still buying their products. You know why? Because we buy products that is... Buying, yeah, we buy... Yes, they, we buy products that that's produced using what? Russian oil. <laughs> Russian oil is everywhere. You might not get the raw oil but you get the products. You get the products that's made by Russian oil. So it doesn't matter. Russia is still benefiting. There's no way around it. Okay? So the, Russia is a posting industrial country. Okay? And they are, and they are, and they, they are a colonial country. They are a dominant country. But the, the point I'm making here is this speaks to a wider political issue. This partic- you go to another country, Russia. You break the law. Irrespect- whatever you... Irrespective of... What, what, irrespective of the fact that you think the law is the law is dumb or the law is too harsh, it, it you are not in America, you are in the you are in Russia. When you are in Russia, you do. When you are in Rome, you do what the Romans do. We know that from a long time ago. Why? Okay, you go and you you smoke it and 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 she's a star. Yes, the Russians want every opportunity. All right, to get into it with America, they want every opportunity to gain an, an advantage. So Americans, as much as you want to think that. You are a sports star, and sports is beyond polit- po- um, policy and politics. It is not. Not in these countries. And you decide to go and visit Russia or China, okay, <laughs> or Venezuela or Cuba or one of these countries. And you can't smoke no weed. Terroristic countries, okay? And they are going to watch you. Once you cross the border, oh my God, they're going to watch you. They're not watching you like, oh, they would watch you in the LA or in the UK. The paparazzi, it's not the paparazzi that's watching you. All right, it's the Russian government that's gonna rush the Chinese government that's watching you when you go to these places. And as soon as they break the law, great, they take they arrest you right away because it, it's an opportunity. So you must know that your behavior creates wider implications in the world, and that's what and that is what that's that is a learn this is a learning opportunity for all of the news agencies and for all for Stephen A. Smith first taking it and for sports people. This is an opportunity. You go to another country, even an, as an American. You go to another country, you must know that your behavior, your behavior may create wider implications for the world, okay? Wider political implications. And that is important. Okay, and she did plead guilty. So she did, she, okay, she did, she, she did commit the crime. She was smoking, my, a vape, my, and okay. But now she's home today. We're happy for that. But the fact of the matter is, the, the U.S. had to, had to release a convicted killer. I mean, sorry, not. A, I apologize. A convicted arms dealer. He was released, given to the Russian. And that is something that 
we are, we are opposed to. That is, that, that is part of the, that's the other side of the news. That's the negative part of the news. That in order to get Brittany Griner, we had to give up a convicted, a, 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 someone who supports terrorism in the world and dictatorship and totalitarianism and so on and so forth. And that is, that is a problem. The prop, so the question is, why is it that we, have to, we had to give up somebody like this person in order to get Britney Griner? And which this, I know they're making reference to somebody, another American. Who, what, what else we have to give up in order to get this other American out? And that's the thing, you know, we are giving up some dangerous guys in order to bring home some... But they stay in Russia. Middle of the pack people. Okay, some dangerous guys. <laughs> okay. To bring home some middle of the pack people. People who are not terrorists. People who aren't spies. Say that, not middle of the pack. Okay, <laughs> alright, that's what I mean. Dangerous. As against people who are, okay, soft. Normal, normal people who are not involved in war and tar- But it doesn't matter. They will get whoever. And these, I don't, just, some, I don't know, we, we Americans, sometimes we are so gullible and oblivious and sometimes we, we want to be apolitical. And we don't, and we want to be, we don't want to get involved. But guess what? But then we get, we get caught in situations and we want the government to help us and we want, and we create, our behavior create wider political implications. This is the Native Bourbon Podcast. Brittany Griner. Um, Brittany Griner. Double NBA star. Yeah, she's, she's back home now. They she home now? They traded, yes. they traded her. They, they did a, a prisoner exchange. They gave oh. Russia back an arms dealer that they caught. Uh, they call him the death, the death, death merchant. The death merchant. That's his name. They gave him the, back to Russia for her. Right. The death merchant? Yes. Some dangerous Russian crazy looking guy. He was an arms dealer. What did he look like? But anyways, but I this is Brittany Griner right here. And you know, I said that Americans, we must know that when we visit countries like Russia or China, we must be on pins and needles. Brittany Griner broke a law that we think was nothing. Right. She was smoking marijuana or vape, yeah. vaping, but, but it's right. illegal there. And everybody knows that. But when know. in Rome, do as the Romans do. For others are looking for opportunities to create political advantage. Right. But it's more to that she wasn't just smoking vape. She had like weight on her. Oh, she so, got caught with more on her too. Yeah, like, they, and yeah, she wasn't they just smoking. Like, she, she had it with her. Yeah, like she was selling. No, well, no, there was no news about that. We no, can't. The neoliberal part, we no. cannot confirm they that made, she had weight. We cannot confirm made. that. But we can confirm is that she said she was vote. And America, the American government said she was illegally detained. Whatever that means, whatever that means in Russia, she was not illegally detained because she yeah, broke a law. She was smoking a contraband. It's illegal there. That's what I'm saying. Like, and she got the full weight of the law. Whatever you're doing with that, you're not even supposed to have that here. 
Like, I saw the only thing I felt bad so about that's, that's her being the line. Right. She right. knew you crossed the line. You know, that's like a Russian You came here, you thought you were doing it. That's what they call it. They call it a gulag. We don't do that. We don't even wear sandals. That they put her in jail all the time. That's what they do. Like, she was in that type of thing. Time's out. But listen, that's the only reason I hear this. But she still broke a law, though. So, like, you gotta do something. You gotta pay those consequences. Thank you. Because she's American. They don't like Americans, bro. Thank you. They don't like But she's still. And we got one of their merch. But look, all right. That's the but can I tell you? Let me tell you some more on the day. Let me okay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The Russian also. The Russian also. We don't vape here. It's a law. Thank you. I got. That's all they needed. But let me tell you. I mean, I said she committed a crime. She committed a crime. It's illegal. She to whatever whatever it is. She committed a crime. However. What I'm telling people is that when you go to countries like Russia and China, you know that Russia and China are at odds with the U.S. First of all, why are you going to Russia and China? Why are you going to Russia and China? And then you go to Russia and China and do something that they can't... As soon as you take a, you, you you land in Russia, they're watching you. They are watching you. They are watching you. Not only that, on, on first, take, first take earlier, they said that... We, this, uh, we, let, me, let me give you some more backstory. Let me give you some more backstory. The Russians... This deal could have happened a long time ago. This deal could have happened a long time ago. But the Russians were if and butted. They already said that they wanted the death guy. They already said they wanted the death guy. They already said that they wanted the death guy. But then they said, no, you know, give us the guy, this murder, this convicted murderer in, 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 um, in Belgium. This, this guy committed a crime in Belgium and he's being held in Germany. So the Russians said, no, give us that guy. And Americans said, no, 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 no. We're not giving you no convict, convicted murderer. First and first of all, that guy, we don't have him. He's in Germany. Yeah. He's in Germany. So we can, in and can I tell you, if Americans wanted to give him that guy, they could have given him that guy. Okay. But they're not giving, no, giving them no convicted. But anyways. They said, but they settled on this guy, the, the mm. death merchant. Yeah, they, they had a couple, not just something. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They got a couple in there, right? It's like a couple. Yeah. They got a couple. But these got... basketball stars want to go like, to these countries. Why? Want yeah. to go to these countries and just point? and do whatever they think and that they, they feel, they as if they're in America. I hate when they cry. I'm like, you know that. And then we're hailing it. Oh, we work behind the scenes. To, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for who? Russia got what they wanted. Russia got a, a terrorist, someone who supports terrorists. Thank you. Okay. Why do you think Snowden Thank went you. to Russia? Because he is that is that a good deal? And who we got back? A woman who who hardly plays basketball, who, who scores like like five Bro, points a game. We got a woman who goes like this. No, the this nigga is, does this. If you were a, if you went a basketball this star, would you get that deal? Would you be home? Would you, get, would you get that deal? Would they trade a terror? If, if I was to get caught out there, I want I, I want to cry for my hope because I'm like I knew what I did when I when I went out there. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like she should have paid for a crime, and I feel like a lot of people were saying like, oh, they only doing it for a, like either way. They were going like, it's, okay, we know they were going to use that as a political advantage. We know that, but at the end of the day, she still went there. She would have never been in that position if she didn't do what she did. Why would she think it was okay to go there, Russia, out of all, Russia, Russia, a place that Joseph Stalin came from, like communism came. We want to go to Russia. Russia that like created Russia that just that 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 just took over that had taken over Crimea. Uh, uh, Russia yeah. that has that has invaded. She and went to Russia and, and, and is vaping. But as far as we know, they say that she was vaping. 
Okay, but the fact of the matter is, um, smoking marijuana, whatever the case is, that is illegal in Russia. No matter how big of it is illegal. I don't even want to okay? go there. And Russia? she got the full weight because she was, yes. because she's American and she's a big star. And Russia, what did Russians, the Russians do? Use it as political leverage. And not to be like, like try to like pull the race card. She's black too. So and the, and then some of us, some Americans and the sports people want to act apolitical. Yeah, like, as if they are beyond what's going. I'm telling you, and in, in Russia. Sports, they support uh, sports in Russia. Yeah. You know? It's, it's crazy out there. I would not want to go to Russia. I wouldn't even feel comfortable to be taking a plane to Russia because I know it's going to be all eyes on me. Everything yeah. I do, they're going to be watching me. If I think they're not watching me, they're going to be watching me. Like, why is this American here? Yes. Why is he walking around trying to see things around and see, like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get a little suspicious. Even if you're there as a tourist, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to sightsee and stuff like that. Right. And they and knowing that they can use that as soon as you go there, they are using every opportunity. They use an opportunity. You were giving it to them. It's like Provide opportunity. Why would you want to go to This is the Neoliberal Round Podcast. We are taking, we are listening to what people are saying about this uh, Britney Griner um, trade between the US and Russia. This is the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Welcome back to the episode. That was a group discussion we were I was having with three young three other young men, no three young men, um uh, Dante Nelson, of course, the co-producer of the show, and Jermaine Reason and Joseph. And we want and we want to sincerely thank them for participating in that this impromptu discussion on the Britney Griner situation. And we have a poll going on a poll going on a Twitter platform, Reddit platform. And it's also available on LinkedIn and on the Spotify platform. The question is, who won the trade between Russia and US? The, the Victor, sorry, the Victor Griner, sorry, the sorry, the um, Brittany Griner, Victor Bout trade. And just so you know, the name of the death merchant who 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 was swapped for Brittany Griner is um, Victor Bout, V I K T O R, Bout B O U. B-O-U-T. And and information news coming in is that um, Britney has landed on US soil. She has landed on US soil. And of course, Victor Bout is back in Russia. So we have a poll going and you can participate in that poll. Who do you believe won the trade? Russia or the US? And you can participate by going on the on the platform platform community page on our Twitter page, Ronaldo McKenzie, or of course you can go to Reddit or our LinkedIn um, social media platform. Coming up next is another major news commentary. John Anthony Castro called Donald J. Trump's recent statement treasonous. John Anthony Castro, the 2024 U.S. presidential candidate, who is a contributor to the Neighbor Around podcast, he has called Donald J. Trump's recent statement treasonous. That's coming up. And of course, we will conclude with one final commentary, 
entitled Come Let's Reason Together. Is it okay to mandate having health insurance that is privatized? That's what's coming up next on the Nilo Burlong Podcast. Stay tuned. John Anthony Castro, a U.S. 2024 presidential candidate, replied via Twitter to former President Donald J. Trump insightful and violence-riddled tweet, for he had an ulterior motive, another insurrection and demonstration of extremist violence against democracy and the people and this great USA, Mr. Castro said this. And I quote, And there you have it. He's finally shown his true colors. He wants to terminate the U.S. Constitution. For those of us that are constitutional conservatives, we will go go to any lengths to ensure this never happens. What's the penalty for treason again? And that was real John Anthony Castro via his Twitter page. Now, I responded saying that he's spot on and seems to be doing critical thinking and wide analysis here, looking beyond the surface of Donald Trump's statements, which seems to or seem to resemble similar statements leading up to the January 6th insurrection. Further, it would seem that Mr. Trump has not learned anything. No justice or accountability have been meted out to the minds behind the January 6th attack. Only the the foot soldiers and working class probably the lumpen proletariats who are easily used to do the work of those who through stealth and strategy and words that enrage or through words that enrage inflame and promote division and violence to gain or maintain an advantage here is what mr donald j trump said he tweeted a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. In fact, I replied in a tweet to Donald Trump and saying Donald Trump does, not, does what the privileged do to establish, maintain, or increase power which is to move to violence and justify that on premises that are yet to be proven to be true. I discussed this in my second book, Neoliberal Globalization Reconsidered, which is out next January or February of 2023. Violence is okay when they use it, I continue. Violence is okay, and I quote, when they use it. Furthermore, Just as you say that the Founding Fathers would and did not want fraudulent elections, I'm here responding to to Mr. Trump. Just as you say that the the Founding Fathers would and did not want fraudulent elections, it's also fair to say that our great Founding Fathers would not want a president who supports extremists group 
and would want and would not want false accusations by a candidate who throws aspersions about a free and fair election that's only fair if that candidate wins. Let, let me repeat that again. I said violence is okay. Violence is okay when they use it. Furthermore, just as you say that the founding fathers would and did not want fraudulent elections, it's also fair to say that our great founding fathers would not want a president who supports extremist group and would not want false accusations by a candidate who throws aspersions and doubt about a free and fair elections that only fair if that candidate wins. Nevertheless, nevertheless, many had slaves yet wrote in our constitution that men are born as equal men. Unless that's just semantics to mean that men were, were or are born equal, but that's it. Whatever happens after is also left up to man or chance or the journeys of life. In retrospect, this is the idea that LeBron James, Kyrie Irving and I were making in relation to the discrimination in, expect, the discrimination in expectations accountability and responsibility, but such is privilege, power and position. And when you study the history of human civilization, it's beset with that nature which has characterized the fall. We will continue to follow Donald Trump's aspersions, his temperament and his modus operandi because this is what happens when one when he loses. That's what happened when he lost the general election. He resorted to to insightful words, which leads to violence. He throws a tantrum or get others to do it for him. But we have not seen the kind of response from his people. Because probably of the vigilance that the security forces the vigilance that the security forces are are, are that are, um, are ensuing since this since his since we, they know how he operates and what his statements may mean this is the neoliberal round podcast we'll be right back after this and when we come back we will wrap up with a powerful blog post that i did some time ago it's entitled come let's reason together is it okay to mandate having health insurance that is privatized? We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the episode. Come, let's reason together. Is it okay to mandate having health insurance that is privatized? This is a post that I did some time ago via renaldocmckenzie.blogspot.com. You can't require people to do something that, in order for them to do it, they must pay huge sums of money to greedy insurance companies that sell the service the very law is mandating. How do you support privatizing health or motor vehicle insurance? Can you really leave it up to private companies 
to provide the service that you have required people to have in order to drive or address their health. When those companies are about making money and at times drive up the cost of the service that affects drivers' ability to submit to the law. This really baffles me that we can be cool as a country or rational people who'd allow this nonsense, unreasonable and dangerous modus operandi that creates an opening for abuse and criminality. You see, when you require or expect a particular behavior or compliance to a law that you have privatized, it begs the question whether the law or that law is about safety or profits. In a sense, it colludes and corrupts the process of law or allows for that. So you can't tell or mandate people to buy insurance that is sold by private individuals. It's like telling people to buy cars that is sold by car manufacturers all but insuring car sales. It's like making a law that requires a service that is sold by private companies as if the law is working to support company sales and service. Insurance is a need and required good or service. So why make it law and then provide the ability for capitalists to make money from that law at the expense of motorists who must be burdened by these capitalists to meet the law? Now, when we talk about need, need is something that you cannot do without. Want is something that you can do without. Need is something that is basic to human survival. Insurance is not necessarily basic to human survival. But in today's society, and the way in which society is structured, insurance becomes a need, basic need. Because you, in order for you to drive, and everybody wants to drive, and now driving is tied to, to making money and to other things. Driving is part of travel. Travel is very important to, to the human and human activity. You know, thinking about it, wouldn't it be great if people were required to get consulting services or a service sold or offered by our businesses? For then we'd make a killing as we'd be able to do what those other rich profiteers do whose services are mandated by law for people to have. What peace of mind. You know, if you're going to require people to get a service sold by private companies, then why shouldn't there be the corresponding scrutiny and government protections and controls to prevent abuse? Yet, some want to leave health insurance up to the private insurance companies. Who are they? It has to be those who profit from the arrangement between a law that supports a capitalistic service. This is a short blog to consider. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie, host and creator of the Neil Burrow podcast, which is available any and everywhere you get your stream, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Podvine, The Audible, iHeartRadio, the Alexa app, and RonaldoCMcKenzie.com and TheNeoLibro.com. Just so you know, I'm the author of Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, which is available in all platforms worldwide. 
and was number one on Amazon in deconstructivist history and philosophy. I have a new book that will be released sometime next year early, entitled Neoliberal Globalization Reconsidered, and I might add, and the Black Petition. I'm also completing a doctorate at Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies, and I'm a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania and the Jamaica Theological Seminary, where I will be teaching Caribbean thought next semester. Please visit us here at the Neoliberal Corporation at www.theneoliberal.com and access any of our services or resources. And you can support us, and we do need your support. Anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. Or you can participate in the program by being a donor or an investor. We are, we, we are open to that as well. And just so you know that you can subscribe on any stream and you can also subscribe to our platform station, anchor.fm slash the neoliberal. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie. This is the neoliberal round from the neoliberal corporation serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges through our communication, which is to make popular what was the monopoly. What good? <laughs>